pumpkin spice whipped cream in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've used it. Basic white girl? Twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what she called it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I called it just now. Yeah. It's good. <sighs> I'm good. It's good, man. I mean, it's a real <laughs> pumpkin spice. It's funny to me. Like pumpkin spice. It's like, is it like a spe- specific kind of pumpkin? <laughs> I just struggled to say the word specific. <laughs> it's one of those days. It's it. It is, man. I just sleep. I literally like. I was messed up, man. Yeah. I just woke up at twelve o'clock. I went to bed at like ten, and at midnight, I just like woke up and I was just like awake and I was super annoyed. Mm-hmm. So then I tried to go back to sleep, but I just couldn't. Yeah. I was like, I think I finally did around three. You like rested, but you didn't sleep. I think I kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I think I guess I slept some. So I'm feeling like okay, but yeah. I'm just kind of like, you know, feel behind. Mm-hmm. So is what it is. It is what it is. But I, yeah, I got pumpkin spice in my coffee. Welcome to Worship Distributed. We are on the first floor. We are of the C building. C C stands for Cash Me If You Can. <laughs> Cash me outside, how about that? Cash me outside, how about that? <laughs> That's what I was going for, and I said the whole uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie thing. Yeah. Remember that movie? Yeah, did I you do. see that? Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're currently in the podcast room. Behind Sean's office. Behind my office. Um, and uh, we're hanging out, talking about pumpkin spice. Uh, so it's fall, right? Weather's kind of changing. It's, it's been a, nice. It's a little warmer today. It was a little warmer today. You know. Uh, Sweat a lot. So uh, pumpkin spice is in the air. and uh, Pumpkin all the- spice in the air. <laughs> And all the fun stuff that comes with it. What is your family's favorite thing to do at this time of the year? I, I don't know. Oh, I don't think we. What are you? Are you setting me up to tell me how you guys apple pick or something? I did apple pick when I was up in, in New Boston. England. It was yeah. it was a I'm really it was a really fun. Th- I hadn't done that since I was a little kid. Uh, but no, I'm just I didn't know if like you guys you guys have been here a long time, so I didn't know if there's like a certain place you like to go or a certain activity you like to do when it comes to fall. I like to wear hoodies. Okay. I'm really excited for hoodie season, too. I've, I love hoodies. I've got a whole selection of them in my on. closet. Man, that... I'll be looking like Senator Fetterman. <laughs> you'll, you'll talk better than him, though. So. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I saw I saw a video the other day. It's so sad, you know, because I feel like in his brain, like, he knows what he's trying to say, but it just doesn't, yeah. you know, come out right, you know? And it's like, ah. So I don't, I don't know that he's, you know, I obviously don't agree with his policies or anything like that, but he's just like. Did you see his introduction of the president? Yeah. Is that what you're about to talk about? Well, there was one, but then there was, he was talking, when he was talking about bridges. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So bad. Yeah. It was like literally. uh, Infrastructure. We got a guy here that's going to be just all about. Bridges. There's bridges. (laughs) It's like, uh, what is happening? He's like, come on. Like, right? With the, you know, fix. We got to, you know, and uh, uh, Joe. Is here. <laughs> he called him Joe. I don't know. Something like that. You know, <laughs> this guy, well, apparently this guy is here. He said, this guy is here apparently, to be a part of the, yeah. you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, uh structure in, infra. So, you know, they're changing, they're talking about changing the decorum rules for, yes. for attire in the Senate so he can wear. And I think it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Yep. So he can wear like his gym shorts mm-hmm. and, and giant yeah. hoodie. What in the world? No. No. I'm, I'm not all about that. I'm not going to talk. Like, if I got called to a Senate hearing, like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm not talking to a guy yeah. in basketball shorts. Yeah. Like, if you showed up on Sunday morning in gym shorts and a wrinkled T-shirt with some flip-flops. And a hoodie. And a, sorry, I should have got Come on, Sean. But 
How do you think that's going to go for you? For me, it not go. It won't go well. I mean, like I know you've, you've week, got a lot of uh, pull. Week, you've been fifteen week, years. Pe- people, but... be, people be like Stephen. Stephen, he's just so crazy. That's funny. And then the next week could be like, dude, he's he can't do that. Yeah, change like... the. We need bylaws. <laughs> we need we bylaws. Need back. Bylaws. <laughs> um, subsection twenty three. So hoodies. So that's yeah. That's our family thing. That's your family thing. We, we get our picture a big picture of each of us on a hoodie so like i wear one with my picture on it jennifer wears no i'm just kidding that would be really funny though our family pictures only happen in the fall and our our whole like scheme and outfit together is everybody's in a hoodie that would be amazing. That would be great. We have family pictures coming up, so Kayla's already been send like, it out, send it out for Christmas, like <laughs> say from the Fettermans. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man, Mary, yeah. uh, some, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, yeah, Mary, yeah, just Mary dot dot dot. Yeah, oh yeah, like, okay, I got you. Sorry, Vince. yeah, I was not following the joke. <laughs> I thought you were talking about your daughter, Mariella, no. and I was waiting for like, was like it's it's Ella. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you know? I'm, I'm just, sorry. You named her. Like, uh, uh, do you? So how about like when the kid the kids were a little bit younger? Are you into like like pumpkin patches and going out to fall farms? You know, like all the I don't know. Some there's one over on 301 that we're probably gonna end up at. It's called Brown and Brown Farms. Mm. It's got a maze and the you know, bouncy houses and uh, all that. I yeah. don't know. But it's um, not like bouncy houses. That- we we have not. We'll go pick out pumpkins. Yeah. But we usually we just try to find the most convenient stand to stop at and just yeah. grab some. Public. We carve. We carve <laughs> pumpkins. Okay. We do that. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, they'll pick out faces. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, you know, cut it out. Yeah. So. Okay. Used to be back in the day. They would do real complicated ones, and I would do it with a jigsaw. And so one day I did, like, one year I did Minions. They were really good. Mm. like Minions. It was, it was surprising me that you'd be good at something like that. Uh, you know what's really funny is, like, for me, um, it's, it's funny. It's like that meme you sent, that meme, that little video you sent the other day where it was, like, made me laugh really hard. I think about it often and laugh, and it's like, are you really, like, are you really a, oh, yeah. are you really a jack of all trades or do you have ADHD and you just got good at a lot of different things? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's me right there. It's like it's just like I just lose focus and I'm like, I think I could do that. And then like I hyper focus on that thing and then I move on to yeah. something else. So it doesn't surprise me that you'd be really good at but carving like, pumpkins because like, you're just sitting there staring at it. You're like, oh, this has got to be yeah. I, and I could do that. Yeah. Like I can do that. Yeah. But it is funny. Like I've tried carpentry at like not a real like detailed level, but I'm not good at carpentry. Mm-hmm. Like the real fine detail stuff. Like Josh would be like, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. Mm. It just it just doesn't go well. Yeah, yeah. See, Josh is already starting to work up his uh, his Christmas decoration orders. Oh yeah, I kind of judged him a little bit. I kind of judged him a little bit with Uh-oh. that thing. It was like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas <laughs> on his Facebook post. I was like, oh geez, man, uh, about come to on, make bank. Let's get though. to the ghouls and goblins first, yeah, Josh, and then on. the turkey. <laughs> the turkey. <laughs> Never mind. What was it? What were you with me when we were laughing? I was laughing about. Um, who was it? It was somebody we were talking about, uh, Jim Gaffigan. So, yeah, I don't remember who it was that I was talking to, but he um, 
he was just doing this thing and he was talking about like Jesus being a carpenter and like, you know how sometimes we don't know like all the details of what that meant. It was just like, he was a carpenter. Right. And then I know people, different people like, Oh, well it was like this trade or whatever. But if we think about carpenters, you know, like woodwork or whatever mm-hmm. like that, you know, and if somebody was just like, Hey man, like, I know you got like, you know, like happening right now, but if there's any way I can get those uh, cabinets by Christmas, it would be great. <laughs> and that just made me laugh. <laughs> just think he said something like that. It just like made me chuckle, yeah. but no, I'm not, I'm not good at carpentry. But, like, you know, I could do mechanical stuff. I can do electricity, plumbing, you know, hang drywall, whatever. But Not me. Yeah. I'm at a point in my life. I'm at a point in my life where I'll just hire somebody. (laughs) I generally will do that now, too. (laughs) Just, yeah. uh, All right. So, tell me about, so y'all are going to do... Um, pumpkins, a pumpkin patch, ride rides. Yeah, you know, houses. the kids are still kind of young enough that they kind of enjoy all that. I think Max is starting to get to that point where some of that little kid stuff yeah. is starting to be like, yeah. oh, I need to go yeah. to that. So uh, this may be kind of trailing off for a few of them in terms of going to those type of things and uh, tractor rides and all that fun stuff. Uh, or hay rides, I guess is what they're called. Um, but yeah, we'll do some stuff like that. Some, I don't know, spooktacular type thing at yeah. SeaWorld. We've not done that before. So just trying to. Is spooktacular like, is that the kid version? Or it's the it... kid version. Like, yeah. dur- like you go to different spots in the park and they have like, you can go trick or treating at SeaWorld, okay. but they have like Halloween decorations and yeah. different things like that. But don't, so, don't they have like a more scary one? Yeah. It's, I don't remember what it's called. But Spooktoberfest. Yeah. Spooktoberfest. <laughs> Something. I don't know. Dylan's going to the one at Universal. He goes He goes every year. Halloween Hoarder Nights. Oh, gosh, bro. I don't know how people do it. I, I, I can't. I get so, like, even now talking about it, I can yeah, feel I can feel my, like, extremities getting tingly. It's not for me. It could also be a stroke. Last year, <laughs> last year um, Caleb brought him down there. Yeah. For the day. And then I went and picked him up. And it was like picking him up at like 2 in the morning. Yeah. That was the worst. Oh, I bet. Dude. It was on then, a Saturday, too. You had to do church, right? Yeah. And so then I got home at 3, slept for about four and a half hours. And then sang about Jesus. And just sang about Jesus. All the while, the whole hour ride home, I was sitting there listening to all the things that took place that I don't care about because I don't like being scared. And I don't, yeah. I don't like that stuff. Yeah. And so um, this year, that's not the case. His dad is going to be oh, bringing him home. So Kayla's going to bring him down that morning because he has a Universal Pass. So he'll right. go to Universal all day, all day. That's awesome. And I'm like, thank God. I'm so excited. You don't have to go. I don't have to go at all. So yeah, for Siri sure. Siri thinks I'm talking to her. I'm not. Stop listening to me. Sir, they're all listening. Dude. Did your computer update last night? It did. Okay. Yeah. Because mine was not be, not being kind to me oh. when I sat down. Yeah, mine updated. It was. It was up. Yeah. Mine was updated too. Yeah. And it was like, No. Anything I try to do, it was like, no, I'm going to take 42 minutes to do this. Yeah. Um, so. Yep. Okay. So hold on. I want to talk about trusting God. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. And I then I, we, did, we do have a question. So let's not forget. We do have a question yeah, that was submitted, asked of us. Submitted by a listener. Yes. Listener. Listener. It's a really good question. I have not told Stephen what the question is. So it really is going to be on the spot. It's a really good question. But, yes, Trusting God, new song we're introducing this Sunday uh, by Elevation, one of their new uh, newest right. album. And, and so we vet we vet every song we do. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so um, 
the the question we had was for the bridge. Mm-hmm. So it says, "I saw the Lord, and He heard and He answers." It repeats that a few times. Yep. And then the the kind of the the closing line on that is, "That's why I trust Him." Yes. Okay. I sought the Lord. He heard and He answered. That's why I trust Him. Right. So the question is, is that being too flippant mm-hmm. with our trust in the Lord? Do we trust in the Lord just because he heard and he answered us? Only. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's saying? What's your what's your take on it? Oh no, my I don't, you know. I think it you know, we talked a little bit. I think it could very much somebody in the room could immediately turn this to you're singing a prosperity type, you know, right. message here with that one. Is as long as you seek, he's gonna answer, you know. Um well he is. Okay. What do you mean? But the richness of the bridge is not theologically rich in terms of it doesn't unpack, and he heard and he answered, right? right? Um, and so I think that's where the problem lies for us is, you know, I saw the Lord, he heard, he answered, that's why I trust him. Well, he does hear you. The word of God is very clear in that, and he does answer you. Right. But it doesn't unpack the answer in the concept that we know it to be is the answer is not always going to be exactly what you think it's going to be. Sometimes his answer is silence, uh, where he lets you come to peace and comfort and, you know, knowing that he's in control. Uh, Sometimes the answer is not always a good answer. Um, So it doesn't unpack that in the bridge. And so it very much can be by, and I have to be careful how I say this because it, I mean, it, it just is. It just is what it is. By immature believers, by immature believers, we'll look at this and say, "Oh, so all I've got to do is seek the Lord, pray to the Lord. He's going to hear me. He's going to answer me. So I can trust Him. So hey, if I'm praying that this new thing is going to get this, and I'm going to get this, right. so you can immediately go down that road, right? But you know, pastoring moment, like it's hey, He does hear, He does answer. That's, right. that's fact. And there, and that's a good reason to trust him. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're fallible in the sense of it is hard for a lot of people just to trust some, someone. Yeah. Sight unseen. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And so being in the sense saying like, I saw the Lord, he heard the answer. That's why I trust him. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And the course is I trust in God, my savior. Uh, and then the one, he, he will never fail. Right. That's so if it's I seek the Lord right. and he hears my prayers, he's going to answer my prayers. Again, it doesn't unpack the richness of the theology there and his answering of prayers. But I trust in God. Right. He heard me. He answers me. So that's, and you talked about it. We talked about it earlier, but Psalm 34, right? Yep. So it's verse uh, 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my, excuse me, from all my fears. Yeah. So. But if you look, and if you continue reading in Psalm 34, that never really unpacks, you know, how he, how he. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, blesses the man that trusts in him. Yeah. So. And he goes through a, a couple different situations and scenarios, but yeah. they never, they never go through and, and talk about in Psalm 34. David never writes and says, you know what? Hey, I prayed for this, this fear, and God did this. It's no, I sought the Lord and he delivered me. Well, here it says the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. In other words, not be in want for yeah. any good thing. Like they're not going to be missing yeah. out. All right, there you go. So and the word of God go. is very clear that he's there always at work for the good of those who love him. 
Right. You know, so he heard, he answered. But if I, think, I trust yeah. him, right. then the answer is going to be for my benefit, even if it's a tough answer. Yeah, see, there you go. Even if it's a tough answer, right? Like, your kid wants this. Hey, you know what? We, we're not going to get that right now. Well, then two weeks later, something new that you knew was coming down the pipeline. Right. You know, for the house or for your family. Well, then that child's going to see, okay, so that's why he didn't get me that then because look at what I have now. Well, and I think in that too, like to go back to your point, is that the first response was an answer, mm -hmm. was being heard and answered. So yep. the answer was, I heard, I heard your request. Mm -hmm. And my answer was no. Yeah. That's heard, being heard and answered. Mm -hmm. But yet in that, we still we still trust him. Yeah. That the no is the best answer. Yeah. All right. Good deal. All right. All right. Um, so. All right. Question. The question that was posed to me is for many, many generations and for many, many decades. Yep. There are certain songs that have stood the test of time. Yep. Right. Right. And so today, mm -hmm. let's just say in the last year. With some of the songs that we've introduced mm -hmm. or some of the songs that we've heard, right? do you think any of them will last like how great thou art? It is, well, how great is our God? Uh, you know, a few few of those to be yeah. precise, right. you know. I think that, I think that's an uh, interesting question because... Um, songs like How Great Thou Art and some of the older songs and hymns and stuff like that did kind of have an interesting advantage because the world was much more churched. Mm -hmm. So church music was a bigger thing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It kind of mattered more in culture, in society. And so songs like that, even though not all of them took off at, you know, when they were initially written, but songs like How Great Thou Art or, uh, you know, It Is Well or, you know, The Great Is Thy Faithfulness or uh, we can go down the list, like, you know, Firm Foundation or whatever, Solid Rock. Um, they were they, they were they were kind of like, you know, taken from generation to generation and because they're good songs, but not just because they're good songs, too. Like, because you have to look at, like, the cultural influence and revivals. The shift in the way, like the church influenced culture, moving into moving into like the um, moving into like the D.L. Moody, Ira Sankey revivalist kind of thing, where you start to introduce gospel songs. Mm -hmm. We have "Redeemed by the Blood of the Lamb," or "There's Power in the Blood," or "Are You Washed of the Blood," or like like all these kind of songs that like hang on, but like they became very popular because that was a huge kind of nationwide, yeah. in some senses worldwide, like movement. So songs like get that traction. And I think even so, like even songs like How Great Thou Art, um, I mean, uh, How Great Is Our God, right? For instance, like that's kind of hanging around, right? It's been around for, I don't know, what, 20 years maybe. Um, and that's because, you know, at the time, I think it was one of those songs where it was kind of, you know, contemporary was finally kind of getting normalized. Mm -hmm. Churches were kind of starting to move yeah. that way. And it, it really is just kind of a song where it's not aggressive, yeah, but it's still modern. Here yeah. I am to worship. Kind of falls right. in that same yeah. vein. Like it holds on. People remember yeah. it. Shout to the Lord. Yeah, like you have like songs like that where it's kind of like okay, you know, this is doable, and they, and they they kind of hang on. But I think some of it's a timing thing. Yeah, 
So I think culture now is shifting so much where yeah. you have a lot of independent writers, independent records, independent releases and stuff like that mm-hmm. where, you know, um, you know, songs are going to get done and they'll run their course and they'll run a season. I just don't know that. I don't know of any song maybe that we've done this year that's going to be around 20 years from now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this individual we were kind of talking a little bit about was just how fast, right? How fast the music ministry works today. Right. right? The music ministry is there. So Elevation, for example, has dropped three albums in one year. Right. You know, and we've done music from all three albums, but we're not really doing any from the one that started at all. I think we got one song that we still do, but Graves into Gardens, right? Right. Ran its course. Yeah. Right? Like it's... Well, we talked about it too. I mean, we joked about it, but like, thank you, Jesus, for the blood. Like, yeah. it's a great song and we'll do it again, but it's not going to, you know, it's not going to be like a staple song that'll yeah. keep showing up. Yeah. You know? But I don't know that that's necessarily. I don't know. So I'm torn on it because I do like. I do like traditions in the church. Mm hmm. Like, I like that. Like, I like consistency in the church from generation to generation. Yeah. So I'm not big on doing radical changes to the way church looks. Yeah. Because the church was amazing for mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, yeah. we're not we're not anything special. Um, We're another generation of people that needs Jesus, needs to gather together for worship. But at the same time, you know, we've got to write songs that reflect, like, where we're at. I'm even torn on that actually a little bit. So, so, and I know I'm not being super clear because that's the time to maybe think and like parse this out. Cause I do, it seems like it should be easy, right? It seems it should be like, Oh, if a song's a good song, then it's going to stick and it's going to last. Mm-hmm. Right. But I just don't think it just works that way now, yeah. you know? And I wish, I wish it would to some extent, but a lot of people are just writing very specific songs to the culture, to where they're at, to yeah. their church and things like that. And, and that's going to work um, to some to some extent, and then it's just not in other ways. So, I mean, you look at just some of the things that we still do that probably have been done in the last ten years, right? Uh, goodness of God, oh praise the name, yeah, fair, uh, fair. song songs like that that hold. I think the one song that we do that might hold is gratitude. Nah, I don't you, think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. You think that'll I think it'll go away. Really? Yeah. That's the only one, like, at, when I was thinking about it, after the question was asked, I was like, that's that's maybe... From this year? From this year that we've introduced that, you know, all these years from now. And I think it's really just because of the course. The course is so easy. It's so singable. It's so relatable. Yeah. Um, you know, which... <clears throat> but I It may. Know. It may. But, it that's, may. I mean, that's I the like only, but that's the only one I could really... Like, I love I Thank God. Right, but, but that's gonna... a sound, and that's a type, and that's a like yeah, you it's know, a, it's a groove, it's a feel. It's kind of yeah. like Mumford and Sons was around for a while. Yeah, yeah. And so Ren Collective got big, and I think that also plays a huge part into it. Is what is the current music industry sound? Right, even though we're we're Christians, watch the Christian music change when the top forty changes. Sure. Yeah, right. So it's synthy, it's patty, it's drum pads, it's you know, uh, that's what we're so the. Right. Over the next twenty years, what is music even going to sound like? Oh, I know. It's kinda, you, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like scary, isn't it? Uh, it's yeah. It's it's a real 
It's a real challenge, I think. You know, we, we've discussed this before, and it may not have been on the podcast, but we've had this conversation before. Uh, it may have been when we were doing a camp together, um, mm-hmm. where you know, where music music ministers phase out. There's an there's an idea yeah. that music ministers phase out because they can no longer keep up with the the change in music. Right. And you and I disagree with that. Yeah. Music ministers don't phase out because of the music minister or mu- music that they're being asked to do. Music ministers phase out because they're no longer willing to put in the work to learn and adapt and grow in the with the music. You know, yeah. and and we we talked about that. So like twenty years from now, what are, <laughs> what are we going to be singing? Like, what is it going to sound like? I know it's still going to be the same, the same story, the same gospel, the same right. message. But you know, and I think that's why music. I think I agree with you. Music just doesn't hold anymore. I still don't think it does. Yeah. I don't think it does, man. I think just, you know, I mean, I think there'll be songs that hold, like, for me, like, you know, songs that I love, you know, like, Yet Not I, mm-hmm. you know, and I think songs like that, like, Goodness of Jesus, yeah. like, I think they'll they'll hang around, because yeah. I think there is a timeless, like, nature to those. Yeah, I agree. It's a singable melody. It's not showy. Yeah. It's not trying to prove anything. So let's ask, let's, uh, I don't know that we'd necessarily answer that question other than saying, like, maybe, maybe one or two songs might might stick around for a little bit but like this year i just don't know that they will and i don't know that in a sense for the church when i say like that kind of makes me sad a little bit i don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing yeah but let's talk about this what makes a song stick like if we had to be like like if there was a template and somebody's like hey this is the template for a song that's gonna Great question. This is the template for a song that's going to last. Yeah, this, this is not really. I don't know. This is really an answerable question, but I think it can be. We can, we can like hash hash on a little. So bit. Let me get a little bit more clarification. So, are you saying what makes a song stick in general, like in terms of church music or church music? Yeah. Okay, or for us here at First Lee's? No, no, no. Just, just a. Well, you can use us. You yeah. can use us here, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more in in the in general. Yeah. I, well, let me do this real yeah, quick. Let me it. go backwards a second. Yeah. Because if it was just like, hey, are there songs that we did this year that are going to hang around? Yeah. I mean, there'll, there'll be some songs we'll do next year. Mm-hmm. And there'll be some songs we'll do the year after that. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Like you said, you know, um, gratitude will hang around. Goodness of Jesus will hang around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, several you know several of those you know, great thing great things great, battle belongs yeah. like we're gonna keep doing those yeah. they're great opener songs like they're singable our church doesn't really like seem to follow trends per mm-hmm. se when it Christy comes to magnified's another one that, yeah cliff yeah. loves it you know we're yeah. gonna introduce that other one that that he oh really day likes. after day jesus reigns day after day jesus reigns you know city of light the, yeah they're writing some great stuff yeah which i love actually in a when i'm like trying to just be calm i'll put on i'll go to itunes just click them as an artist oh, and just yeah. play their beautiful lyrics whatever they got they yeah really and the music's just easy to job. listen to and it's achievable. yeah them and sovereign grace just the lyric the the lyric and take sovereign grace so gets great. sovereign grace gets a little heady for me yeah i don't i, I, don't, a disagree. Heady yeah, their, I don't disagree their, with that assessment yeah, a little bit yeah you know which which is not a problem yeah it's fine yeah like i don't have any i would sing their music it's great yeah. but sometimes it's like too much to think about it's like okay all right hold on wait Wait, okay. All right. The salvific implication of <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so, um all right. So, but template wise for a song to stick. Well, currently, it'd be a singable relatable chorus. Okay. I mean, for for me, like something 
something that the the average individual when they walk in the room that they're going to sing when they leave the room. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh, something that's going to relate to them. Every person in the room. Every person, right? So, like here at First Leesburg, we have three campuses. Not everybody's in the same season of life. Not everybody's had the same journey of life. Uh, not everybody's had the same trials of life. So songs that stick, I think, for me, are songs that the average individual can relate to. Um, now, some of them are going to stick because, man, just overall, we all see the the value in this response right. um, and this lyric. Um, but for me, it starts at the chorus and then, you know, just, I hate to say good theology because sometimes some songs that are kind of light theology have been really good. Um, so I don't want to say it's got to be predicated on a super rich yeah. theology because then you get into the sovereign grace and well, the, rich theology know, too, doesn't always have to be wordy, wordy yeah. and deep. Yeah. You so know. that's like just trying to think of how to how to clearly articulate that, um, but I don't I don't know, man. I mean, it, it it really is a hard question to fully like. Here is the answer, um, but I also think it just needs to go back to the the straight truth of the gospel. Yeah, no doubt. Like it's Jesus died, Jesus. Jesus is raised from that Jesus is coming again. There's a place for us. Like those type of elements always are stronger um, right. in terms of kind of lasting yeah. for us. And our story in it, songs that talk about our story mm-hmm. um, for me, are, yeah. I feel, you know, like he, you pick me up, you turn me around, place my feet on solid ground. Right. Uh, that's, that's our story. I like, know like, you as a father, known yeah. you as a friend. Yeah. I will sing of the goodness. But I'll praise the name of the Lord our God. I'll praise his name forevermore. It's turning our attention. Right. It's all the gospel, but it's turning our attention to what awaits. You know, that's that's a song that's gonna keep. Right. Uh Ten Thousand Reasons is another one. I'm not a, always a big fan of always singing that one. Right. But it's one of those ones that's that's it hangs around. It hangs around, right? Yeah. Um and it's just a anyways, so uh, what do you got? What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the stuff you said is very accurate. So for me, I think it's just a very singable, um, memorizable melody mm-hmm. um, that matches with what the words are saying. Yeah. Um, that's what I love about Yet Not I is just the melody. ba ba da ba you know, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like very easy to memorize. Yeah. But then like the lyrics, feel, I feel like that it matches the lyrics. Yeah. What gift of grace is Jesus my Redeemer? There is no more for heaven now to give. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, and it, it connects all that. And I like songs like that in the like, you know, no, no fate I dread. I know I am forgiven. The future sure, the price that has been paid. For Jesus bled and suffered for my part, you know, pardon. He was mm-hmm. raised to overthrow the grave. You know, to this I hold, you know, yeah. my sin has been defeated. Jesus now and ever is my plea. Oh, the chains are released. I can sing. I am free. Yet not I, but through Christ in me. Comes back to that hook, kind of grabs the hook of the chorus. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hook of the song, yet not I, but through Christ in me. So I think songs that do that, which is like 10,000 reasons, you know, bless yeah. the Lord of oh my soul. 
And it has that moment in the middle where it just says 10,000 years and then forevermore, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, bless the Lord on oh my soul, on oh my soul, you know? And, and, and it's like a memorizable melody. Yeah. And it's a, it's a healthy lyric that has thoughtful purpose to it and is true to the gospel, true to scripture. And is not trying, not trying to make something. That's one thing too. Like, I kind of get annoyed when, um, when songs like try real hard to make like a spin on words. Mm-hmm. There's like one that's out right now. I think it's by um, maybe it's People in Songs, but it's called "Come Hell or High Water." And I know that song. I don't remember who it's by, but the harmonies in it are so Oh no, it's beautiful. Yeah, but I I know but where you're going. But like yeah. I really struggle with Yeah. Like I don't mind I don't mind I'll be honest with you, I don't mind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm no I don't have like a issue, like a personal issue with yeah. it. Like an arguable issue. But I'm I would be uncomfortable yeah, absolutely. leading our like like I would maybe sing it in personal worship because like I know what I mean by like yeah. come hell or what high water. So no matter what comes. Yeah. You know, and that's a colloquial phrase right yeah. and, and it's not being rude or blasphemous or anything you know it's not being coarse but even in that you know like i'm like oof yeah you know yeah so i also think i also think like the more while you're talking just thinking yeah. through some things i also think it's about how much the pastor and the worship pastor owns the song like how oh, are sure. you responding to sure. it sure yeah uh, adds value to how long it's held on to, right? So uh, when you and I sit down, uh, every month we sit down and we plan right. out the plan upcoming month, month right? right? So I'll I'll be going through some songs that we've done, and you're like, oh, yeah, right? Because right. you own that song, and, right. and, and, and like you're excited to sing that along with the congregation. You're excited right. for the message that that brings, the energy, the rejuvenate, whatever it is that comes from that song. Yeah. I think that plays a bigger factor than a lot of other things. Right. Right. So a lot of guys wouldn't touch City of Light songs. A lot of guys wouldn't touch Sovereign Grace songs, right? Oh, that's just, you know, it's kind of slow yeah. and it's kind of where, you know, and, and they won't touch him. Well, it's because, and if they try to do it, having that mindset, that yeah. song's really not going to go that well for right. them, right? Because they're not owning it. They're not excited about it. There's no energy in it from a, man, this is just really a rich song. Well, this this is a question. great melody. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, come on. on. What you said. What makes one worship leader different from the next one? <sighs> so I think you and I are pretty similar. Yeah. So I think this wouldn't be. I mean, there's there's nuances in the way you and I do things, but mm-hmm. we've we've got kind of a same. You know, when we when we approach leading worship, you know, I think we're rather similar. Mm-hmm. But like, what makes Let's say what makes us different than the next guy. Personal preference. All right. What do you mean by that? So it's just, I mean, this is how, this is the type of music that I want to do. This is how I want to play it. These are the type of keys that I want to sing it in. I don't want to do anything low. I don't want to do anything slow. I want to do everything that's the newest, the hottest, the brightest, the loudest. The It's all personal preference, um, you know, and I don't want to have to, I don't want any challenges. I don't want, like, we look at challenges and go, let's go. Yeah, no, I don't care. You know, but they're I'm scared. What what what's the difference between the next one from one to the next? Is it's all personal preference for me and kind of But how come how come you can be like 
maybe, I don't, you know, how come you can be in one service and sing songs and just be like, whoa. And then you go to the next one and sing songs and you're like, ah. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds too too person centered. So that's probably not a great way to think. Some about people it. see it's it not- as a job. Some people see it as a calling. I mean, you know what? I think that's it. You know, I think the difference between maybe one worship leader. Okay, like let, let's just say like us. Okay, so like for us, like our thing is that's funny. I heard Pastor Steve Ripper. Pastor Steve Ripper yelling for Phil. For us, I look at our job, it's twofold. Mm-hmm. It's two things we do. Our very first responsibility, oh, the chair better not break. <laughs> Dude, I hope be it the, does. Dear Lord, please let it break. Sorry. It better not. This is a brand new chair. <laughs> uh, we got two, our very first, our first responsibility is to make Cliff successful. Absolutely. Number one. Yep. Number one. Above all things. Yep. Like, it's not, like, I don't even, don't even try to spiritualize it and be like, no, Stephen, your number one is to just, it's God, Stephen, it's God. No, God gave me a job. Mm-hmm. And so to honor God, I'm going to do that job. Yep. And that job is to try to make Cliff look good. Like, like last week at VP, like, I just screwed up royally, like messed up mm-hmm. on just flow. And it made Cliff look bad. Mm. And it, like, it ate me up all day. He's so gracious, you know. And I went and apologized. And it was an oversight. It was a mistake on the GPF. The lights went down. And I'm like, I think it's supposed to be a slide. Maybe it's a video now. So we're just kind of standing there. And then I look over, and it's just a slide. And then the lights come back up. And I'm like, hey, man, I think you're supposed to. Come pray right now. Yeah, people laugh because we have a good relationship. Yeah. So it wasn't the end of the world, but I was like, that is a simple, dumb mistake. Yeah. That I did not do my job well mm-hmm. to make Cliff look successful. Um, And then the second thing is, is to get the people to sing. That's it. Those yeah. are the two things. Yeah. Make Cliff look good. Make him successful as best we can. And that, because that's the things that, like, you'll see me like, I don't know if it's holy anger or righteous or appropriate or not, but if you see me get angry, it's really not because I made a mistake or because this happened or that happened or whatever. It's literally because somewhere in our capacity, in our responsibility, as a pretty important ministry on Sundays, Mm -hmm. we didn't make Cliff look good. Mm -hmm. Like, we messed up. Yeah. You know, something looked bad. Yeah. Because if you notice, we had that pastor's appreciation lunch yesterday, and one of the things that a lot of people said was, oh, I love Pastor Stephen, I love Pastor Sean, I love Pastor Nathan, and Pastor blah, blah, blah. But it was like, and Pastor Cliff, you've just done such a great job of getting this staff together. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Yeah. But our job as a staff yeah. is to make people look at Cliff and be like, wow, great job. Yeah. A great job. Yeah. Because this, this is working. Yeah, we get to shepherd individual groups. He shepherds them all. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. Well, right. So we, so we've got to make sure that like generally like he can just do what he's got to do without having to deal with stuff that yeah. he doesn't need to deal with. Absolutely. And we, we need to be like, we, you know, that's why we don't, we don't go in his office for dumb things. Mm-hmm. We handle our business. Yeah. Cause he doesn't need to deal with that. Yeah. And if we go in there with a dumb thing, we've dropped the ball. Yeah. 
Like we've made him deal with something he shouldn't have to deal with as the leader. Yeah. That God put in that position. So that's, that's our number one job from everybody from in the, on the stage to the sound booth to everywhere. Like our job is to make Cliff look good. Mm-hmm. And part of that's going to be not making me look like a fool up there, not making you look like a fool up there. Yeah. Not making the choir look like goofball and, and the praise team singing wrong notes, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Because when we do that, it's just like, wow, you know, eventually it makes him not look good. Yeah. But, but yeah. And then part of that making him look good is to get the people to sing. Yeah. Because if we got people singing, we're, we're doing a God given task. Mm-hmm. We're doing a God given task. And that, that task is that people are called to sing and they're called to worship through singing. Yeah. In that way. Now, called to worship in, in a ton of other ways, but that's just one big one. Yeah. And historically, which is important, the church always has sung. Yeah. We've sung. It's all throughout the scripture. We're in Acts. There's Watch what's about to keep. Song, right? yeah. It's, 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 it's going to keep happening all through the book of Acts. They, over they gather together. And so I think that's one difference maybe about us is that we know what we're trying to do. And so when we do pick songs, we pick songs, yeah, that speak to us, but we don't pick songs that we just like because we like them. We look at them, we go like, hey, we like this. This ministers to me, but can the people sing it? Yeah. Is it achievable? Will it make sense to them? Will it work in the service? Yeah. And then once we narrow something down to that and you put it in there, mm-hmm. like, of course it's going to go well. Yeah. Because now you're doing something that you're doing it with the right intention, the right motive. You're doing something that you love. And then you're doing something that you believe based upon your due diligence that everybody can engage with, everybody can connect with, yeah. everybody will sing and get it. Like, that's just one thing that we do. Like, that's our goal. And if yeah. the people aren't singing, and we're not going to nail it every time. You know, there's certain songs sometimes where it's just been like, nope. Like, you know, we've talked about it before on the show. Like, I'm good back. to be loved. No, I was like, no, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> we did it one week. We did it one week. I said, pull it immediately. <laughs> in my office, he's like, hey, man, listen, I don't like it. I didn't like it. Uh, we need to put something else in its spot for next week. I'm done with it. Pull it out. <laughs> yes, all sir. The <laughs> and it, and it's, you know, and you know, but it's it's just it's just uh, we. Can't. But that's part of the calling, right? If you're just doing a job, well, you just hey, this is my set that's already planned. I'm going to go in. I'm going to do it. You know, and the the part of the calling is, hey, I'm going to get to know my people. Yeah. I'm going to get to know how they respond. I'm going right. to get to know what they, you know, enjoy singing to. And, yeah, so that might mean two different services with two different sets. Or for you, three different services right. with three different sets every Sunday, sure. Sunday morning. That's fine. Fine. I don't care. That's my job. People are like, oh, man. I that's my done. calling. I'm going to go get it done. Just go do it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Go to work. Get up. Go to work. Do your job. Yeah. But do it with passion. Do it. Do it with sincerity. Do yeah. it with you know, like even in secular work, you should just do your job, do everything is under the Lord. Like it's do it with passion, do it with sincerity, do it well, do it to make your boss look good. Yeah. Like that's, that's what, that's what our job is. I'm telling you right now, like the guys, and when I was in Jacksonville, it was more prevalent because of the type of churches that were there, you know, it was yeah. the, um, their entire job for the entire week was to learn four songs. Oh, I know. I don't understand it. I don't understand. They got it. paid full time jobs. Yeah, I know. I don't just to learn four songs a week and had like no know. other responsibilities. No, I mean, you know, they they made up work to they probably made up work to do and did things that cost the church money. Yeah, that was unnecessary just so they wouldn't be bored yeah. and they could feel like they accomplished something. Like, That's a little critical, but like it's like don't understand that. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, I mean, gosh, you and I, I mean, we're not we're not like dying, you know, from the workload, but we also like get a lot done. Mm-hmm. We have a good team. We get a lot done fast, and and we try to do it well, you know. But we also are not going to work overwork our people and overdo stuff for it's working. Yeah, 
Like it's working. Yeah, baptisms absolutely. last year, people getting saved up. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's directly related to us, but it's up. Yeah, and attendance is up, and it's still continuing to go. And well, everything in the music ministry is, has grown. Yeah, I mean, the kids kids choirs up, kids choirs up, adult student choir, bands growing, adult here. choirs up, student bands growing. I mean, like it's all it's all working. Yeah, and 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 so why create why create new things? Yeah, you know, like why go over like go over the top? Yeah, because I honestly I don't get the I don't know. Now we're just gonna. Now it's gonna rain. But I mean, there's I'm things. There's things that stuff. we could always do better. There's things no, that we I'm not could. That. Yeah, yeah, there's things that we could always do better. There's things that we can improve upon. But if you keep the goal in mind of what it is that you're supposed to do, from a week to week basis, right? You right. don't miss the people, right? Like, yes, that that's right. And so if they see that you have a heart for them, right. they're going to know their pastor has a heart for them, right? Right, and so. That's why it's you have to just you have to be willing to say yes and say no. Be mo- ready to move on from right. a song or from uh, an some, element in the service. An element or of the way service. You're doing something or yeah, whatever. Like, well, I mean, how how difficult was it? And it, and this is going to go a little ways back, but I know probably when you first got here, yeah, you had the offertory special, right? Right. So how difficult was that to finally have to make that decision that hey. We're just not going to do this anymore. Well, there were certain things like that that we did. Like we had that. We had um, holding hands across the aisle at the very end of the service. What did you, what did you sing? Uh, I think it was "Family of God." Yeah, I'm so glad I'm a part. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I think that was it every time. Okay, maybe surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I don't know, but anyways, or both. But those and, moments are going to come, and, and we did that for a while, and that was fine. Yeah, like, it, it was fine. But you know, it just felt like it was kind of waning a little bit. Like it wasn't it wasn't working as well. It didn't fit Cliff's mo. Yeah, in the way he did things, and um, it, he wasn't. He didn't feel. He didn't. He didn't look comfortable. And maybe he was fine, but yeah. he didn't look comfortable. In that and I just went. And I was like, hey man, I'm. We need to. We're just going to phase this out. Yeah, you know? I took a little guff for it. Yeah, you know? but I, I did it after a while though. Yeah, and and it didn't go that bad. Some people yeah. were like, but oh, now you look I, at the nine forty five service downtown. They love it. Yeah. What. Without some of the elements that have right. been a part of those services for years and years and years and well, years. And, and years. it was just like, you know, special music. I'm like, what? that's not, you know, it's fine, but we have a choir and the choir is for fine and special. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need to have somebody singing, um, you know, yeah. like a cassette tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I know what you that. mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. And I get it. There's, you know, there's some churches where, um, that may be what needs to happen. Yeah. But, you know, so I think that that's it. You know, I think that that maybe is one thing that folks, could take away too though it's like whatever you're working on or you're involved in do it do it with passion do it well do it wholeheartedly and honor god with it yeah. and serve others serve others with it there was i was you know a guy with the other day was asking me some questions he was like you know what makes what makes a person a connected person and one of my answers was this i feel like a connected person is a person that intentionally serves other people mm like goes out of the way to serve others. Yeah. Because when you're go out of your way to serve others, you're you can't isolate yourself because you're not connected if you're isolated. Mm-hmm. Now you may not connect with that person you're serving, but you're serving them. Yeah. And so you'll be a connected person because you're doing something with purpose. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what you were talking about in the sense that we're not leaving people behind. Yeah. We're not letting them we're not forgetting about them in our planning. Mm-hmm. Because I like this song, or I want this new flashy thing, and we got to have this new way to do this. And sure, yeah, things can be better. We can add elements, try this, test this out. Is this going to be something that is going to be helpful to people in worship? Oh, yeah. 
fine. Like that's great. Well, you look at look at the eleven o'clock services, right? The modern services. Well, the culture dictates that we should have the lights off. We should have smoke. smoke. We should have you know. We color should have changers. color change. I mean, we should have all of that. We don't need any of that. We here. need it. Like women's retreat. Yeah. We just stood up there. We had a basic band. Yeah. Sang harmonies. Sang good songs. Yeah. Went, went, went. You know, fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful time of worship. Why create more just to create more? Right. When the people are showing you, we love what you're doing. Yeah. Right. We love what you're doing. The congregation getting, is growing. We're growing. People, we're new people are still it. coming to people church. Get saved. Yeah. Like what else we need to do? Yeah. What else we need to do? So there you go. All right, man. Well, well, it's well been folks, fun. this was a good one. Thanks for well. It was at least I at least I enjoy. It. I wonder if it's going to come across as <laughs> like that was the most boring episode <laughs> I've ever heard. I listened to this podcast and it was boring. Yeah, I said, "Wow, what a boring." Well, all right, let's end. Let's end with a, a fun sports moment. Oh, I'm so glad. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> oh, you want to hold hands? <laughs> yeah, I don't. No. Not with you. Uh, at this moment, you know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> All right, who's winning? That's what I would be if I was a Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> what would your uh, pumpkin spice? <laughs> what would if your? If you want to be my lover, college playoffs prediction right now at oh, this point of the good season. Night. At this point of the season, oh. who is winning? I will just say who's going to be your final four. Just kind of give us a little break in the uh, right. deep the deep conversation that we all just had together. All right, man. Okay, this is a tough one because like the old um, the old the, like standards are not there anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? I w- I would agree. Okay, so here's what I think. I think, um, gosh, man, it's tough. I think Michigan will be up there. Okay, I think Ohio State will be up there. Georgia probably. Georgia routed Kentucky. Yeah, that was destroyed. a huge. They destroyed win. Kentucky. Yeah, like just destroyed them, which makes me so nervous for them when they play the Gators. It's gonna be so bad. Oh my gosh! Here's where I'm torn. Is I really want FSU, and I hate, can't believe I'm saying this. I want them to be in it. Yeah, and I think they can be. I think USC I think, gets the Final Four. I think they're gonna have to play like stellar football it's U- it's usc or oregon for me i think florida state gets bumped i don't know i don't know i don't know i i, I, ho- I hope they do i think they would i think if they play if they stay top notch and play top notch football their defense i don't know they wait until the second half to come alive you can't and you, and you can't do that against no. some of these teams because no. you, you'll get into a un, untenable situation yep. duke and miami is going to be tough right because of that right duke and duke like yeah. what the heck? Like yeah. Duke is like super good this year. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Georgia, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. You think Ohio State? Really? I do. I do. I think they're going to find a way just to keep winning. But they play Michigan. Oh, that's a good point. But it's also Michigan, right? So it's like if you lose to the number two team yeah. and you're number three or number four, you're number three. Ohio State's number three right now. Yeah. So maybe. Oklahoma's looking not too bad. Oklahoma looked really good against Texas. That was that was really good. Oklahoma's not. I'm too saying bad. Georgia, see, Michigan, yeah, USC. I think USC finds a way to beat Oregon, but I I could easily be persuaded that Oregon's getting in. I don't as 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 their champion in Florida State. I think Florida State runs the table. I think from what Georgia Tech beating Miami, mm-hmm. 
And from what we saw, okay, but that was so trashy. That was the worst coaching decision I've ever seen. Did you see they're making arguments now that he didn't actually fumble? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You take a knee, coach. Cristobal should be fired on the spot. Yeah, that was. He should be let go. You can't do that. I know you can't. But I would. I would uh, highly encourage. Uh, firing Mario Cristobal. <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, let's start it right here, right now. Right uh, now. Let's start on this. You know, actually, hey, for our USF fans, I think uh, I think you guys are going to make it. I'm interested to a bowl game think, this year. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> Florida's not. I'm interested that you think that USC is could get in there. I think their offense is just so dynamic. They won't beat anybody in that top. You know, the top two. They won't. They won't beat Michigan. They won't beat Georgia. But Here's Oregon Oregon looks unbelievably good. Listen, listen though. USC's playing Notre Dame, Utah, uh, and two weeks after that, Washington. Washington's looking. Washington looks really good. So good. Yeah, they look so good. Penix, they, Penix looks really good. And then they're playing Oregon, and yeah. then they're playing UCLA. But I don't. I don't All think right, so Notre right. Dame, Notre Dame is no a way, shell of themselves no. because they can't get anything going on offense, they which I hate. Finish. Because Sam Hartman is He's a great quarterback. quarterback. He'll be a great NFL. Quarterback. Um, and was a great quarterback at Wake Forest. But so I think it's sad. the offensive scheme. The Ohio State game was so sad. Oh uh, yeah, it was so sad. crushing. That was so defeating. Yeah, like I, would, I don't even think I would have. I just think Caleb Williams is better than Michael Penix, and if it's a shootout, I'm taking Caleb Williams over Washington. And then the Oregon game is 100% a toss-up. Whoever wins that game, wins that championship, is going to the Final Four. Uh, that is my prediction. I think Florida State runs the table. I think they get Do North Carolina. Get Do you think they get in the Final Four? Florida State? Yeah. I think I think if we play North Carolina in the ACC Conference uh, championship game. I'm slightly concerned that we will not be in the final four because I think we could lose that game because our secondary against Drake May is not good for us. He's a very good quarterback. So you do think though that they'll make the playoffs? I think they'll make the playoffs if they win out. If they win out, they'll have to win out. If they're the ACC champions, you can't not put them in. Right, undefeated. AC- they like, have to win out though. They, they have, have to, to win out. Everybody. They yeah. lose a the game, they're out. Yeah. They lose a game. It doesn't matter if they have the ACC championship. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They lose point. a game. No, yeah, one game. Um, that's the thing about college football. Yep. Like, if you just lose a game, it's your, your season yep. as far as being... Unless it's against one of the top it's four It's going to be somebody teams. in the top already. Yep. Right. That's that's right. it. Like, you got to lose to, like, Georgia. Yeah, like, up until last week, Louisville beating Notre Dame. Notre Dame was still in the conversation because their loss was against Ohio State in the final seconds. Oh, yeah, Louisville just... <laughs> but then they just... Four turnovers. Yeah. You can't... That's terrible. Anyway, so that's our fun little uh, college football... Debate. I'm you remember gonna... last year though when Michigan got beat by TCU. Yes, and then TCU just <laughs> obliterated by Georgia. Obliterated by That's Georgia. the worst national championship I've so ever bad. watched. I think. I, were, were you, you were you here then? Yeah, I think I texted you like I want that time back, and I want my money back. Yeah, it was. From whatever I spent on food for this, everybody stopped watching the game at halftime. It was over. It was so bad. And so. who was the? Was there a halftime show? I don't remember. Yeah, that's how much I really cared about that, that game so at that point. I want to talk about this real quick. Yeah, go for it. I'm sick and tired of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl halftime shows. Tired of them. Yeah, I want to watch it. Yeah, like I want to watch like a cool show, but like please, like do I think the '90s one where they did like the '80s and '90s, like the hip hop one, that yeah. was pretty cool. But like. Bruno Mars wasn't bad. I know, but see, that's the thing, though. Like, to me, like, it's such... Bruno Mars, like, he's fun for, like, eight minutes. Yeah. 
But like, I want to hear a show. Yeah. And like, why not appeal to the people who actually watch? Yeah. Football. Yeah. Which is not bringing Chris Rihanna, Stapleton, Rihanna fans. Bring in Chris Stapleton. Thank you. Let's go. Let's start that here as well. Yes. <laughs> the greatest artist Goodell, of all time. Roger Goodell. Listen. Roger. Roger. Roger Goodell. <laughs> I got the best idea. It's the best idea. I looked at the idea and said, wow, what a great idea. Chris Stapleton, greatest artist of all time. I'm I don't all even know about what it. voice I'm doing. I I'm wish I could even get close to his voice. Here we go. Anyways, Chris Stapleton, we love you. And I hope that. You have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to Worship Distributed.